On this episode of Universal Orlando Explorers, it has been a busy week in the Universal community. There is a ton of news to talk about, so join us as we explore Universal Orlando. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Universal Orlando Explorers podcast. I'm Kobe. I'm Holly. And together, we're going to explore everything that really all of Universal has to offer, because there is a lot going on today. But before we get into that, Holly, very quickly, social media. Check us out on Facebook and Instagram, as well as Twitter. We are still giving away some stickers here, so make sure you go over on to Instagram. Check out the link in our bio. Got one of those. I still don't understand what link in the bio means, but okay. And <laughs> also, please keep giving us reviews on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Uh, it's actually been really helpful. We're up to 19 reviews. We're carrying a halfway decent rating, so that's cool. Um, but that is enough of that. I don't think people want to hear this. Oh, we also have a, a Patreon. That's where you just, just give us money. Um, so on that note, we'll really stop talking about the social media stuff. So... Universal has had a very busy week of what appears to just be stalling instead of just giving us the Mardi Gras concert announcements. Yeah, it's a little weird. (laughs) It seems like all this news is out of left field, really, like none of it we were expecting. And then after all of it, I was like, oh, Kobe, we still haven't gotten the Mardi Gras lineup. (laughs) So do you think that we could get the new park? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Well, what about just the concert HHN forever? (laughs) <laughs> right, but just about the concert. We're opening yeah. a restaurant again. <laughs> but, but like it's three weeks away. But so. like just the concert. We built a land. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Did anyone book a concert? Or... <laughs> right? Like I, it's it's a little weird at this point, but all very exciting news. But seems a little. <laughs> just like. But really, like the con- we might bring an AI doll to to what to Universal. <laughs> All right. So, if this is your first episode, it's not normally this strange, but it has really been a busy week. So Holly and I have what is it? Five topics we want to talk about. So the first bit of news is that there is a new park coming to Frisco, Texas. Now Universal hasn't announced exactly what the IPs will be, or exactly what's going to kind of go into it but it's a park that is geared towards families with younger children it's going to have ips it'll have attractions shows you know food all that stuff but they said that it's going to be something that's much different than any of the existing universal theme parks so holly what do you think about that so i think this is really exciting i'm interested to see how they're really going to gear it toward younger children I guess, aside from even the IPs. Yeah, have you seen any of the rumors on what the IPs could be? Not really, no. I kind of, I was trying to like zoom in on that photo that they released and some of it was floral. So I I don't really know. So I've seen a bunch of different things. In the top left, it looks like, I've seen somebody mention Camp Cretaceous. Yeah, that'd be cool. My first thought was like Jurassic Park. And then I saw Cape Camp Cretaceous mentioned, and I was like, that would make more sense as a park for for kids that's a children's TV show on Netflix. 
Um, it looks like top right could be something in the Shrek realm. Hmm. One of the things that Alicia Stella pointed out was that the logo over like the main gates of the park looks like an airbrushed out DreamWorks logo. So it seems like it could be a predominantly a DreamWorks park. Um, I saw somebody else thought that bottom left could have been the Central Park Zoo from Madagascar. Huh, that'd be So fun. who knows? I mean, Camp Cretaceous doesn't fit in there, but who knows? And then like a lot of the stuff with all this concept art is they purposely don't want you to know what the lands are. They want you to speculate. It's the same thing with Epic Universe. You can look and be like, oh, like that's probably Universal Monsters. Have they said it? No, but like that's probably what that is. Um, same deal here. This is going to be interesting because this is Universal taking a run at being a regional park as opposed to the much larger offerings that we currently have all around the world. This would be a much smaller park, and it's designed for a niche audience, one that they don't really capture. Yeah, true. I was wondering, how would they like ensure that it would stay small scale? What? Like, what's to keep a lot of people from trying to go to this park? Capacity. They would just like, cut, cut it off at a certain I mean, limit? So the parcel of land, from what I saw, is only about 100 acres which I believe is slightly smaller than just Universal Studios. So it's not going to be an overly massive park. I also think that one of the ways to cut down capacity is you target a, a specific audience. Younger. It's mm. for younger kids. If, if you look at the parks like in Orlando, for example, there's a blend of family properties and adult properties and things for kids. This really seems like it's, like they've said, it's going to be for younger families. I'm sure that diehard theme park people will still be interested in it but realistically it's not gonna have the wide-ranging appeal that the current offerings have all right so from a strategic standpoint one of the things that i've i've seen oh i gotta be careful here so i recently discovered that we have some disney fans who like our podcast um which is interesting because we rarely talk about disney at all and Holly and I do not hate Disney, as we've mentioned in the past. We've gone to Disney. We will go to Disney in the future. But I have seen some like pretty salty Disney fans this week just kind of taking their shot at how bad of a decision this is. You know, it's it's Six Flags. It's this. It's that. Oh. And here's the thing to me, at least from a strategy standpoint. Universal right now can't compete with Disney for young families in the Central Florida market. That's something that's obviously been attempted with things like Seuss Landing, you had Despicable Me, all stuff like that. And and it draws some people away, but in reality, it definitely doesn't draw the majority away. They're clearly a secondary option for young families. And Holly, would you agree that nostalgia plays a huge role in all of this for Disney? Oh, yeah. I think that Disney is kind of like that childhood thing that like everyone wants to experience as a child, and that kind of gets instilled in generation after generation here like even with bob Iger coming back the the overall sentiment is still negative toward disney right now yet they're still doing fine people are still going they're certainly not in danger of you know the doors closing forever or anything like that so w what's driving it to me it's nostalgia People look and they say, it's Disney, I'm going, I don't care. I don't That's care about <laughs> Lightning Lane or whatever else, I'm going. So how does Universal compete with that? Go to a different market. Go to a go, different location. Go to a different market, target young families, 
get them to love your IP in your regional park, which I'm sure that if this goes well, it's not going to be the only one they build. And then once they've gained that audience, now they start to make their journeys over to Central Florida or the West Coast or, you know, even overseas. And now you have that appeal of nostalgia for years. So I think that that's the overall strategy of this. It makes the most sense. Um, I think it's going to be really interesting. I would probably want to check it out too when the time comes. Yeah, I would really want to. One of the things I've I've seen is just all just rumors, speculation at this point. Will they have entrance requirements? So like there are some parks, like certain Legoland offerings have this. If you don't have a child, you don't get in. Really? Yeah. So that could be interesting. Wow. Universal hasn't said anything to that effect, but like your question earlier about like, how do you keep size down? Well, that's one way to keep size down. Right. Hmm. But I also think that this is probably going to be a half day to maybe a one day park. I shouldn't say half day, probably a one day park. I think they said a one to two day destination. They're building a hotel attached to it, but it's going to be small. I think I saw something in the range of like 300 rooms. So they don't expect this to be a full on resort. So I think that's okay. part of it too. Like how many people are, Frisco is definitely a growing community, but is it really like a huge vacation destination? I mean, certainly not like Orlando. So it's not going to be something I think that so many people are seeking out at first. This almost, this kind of has the feeling of being like a test run for more projects across the US. Like if this goes well, it it keeps coming. That'd be cool. So yeah, any anything else to add on this? No, no, I think we're good. All right, so we got... A permanent year-round HHN haunt coming to Las Vegas. It's going to take up 110,000 square feet of space at the Area 15 Entertainment Complex. Um, I did see that the Icon Jack was featured in the promotional art or concept art. So what do you think about that? So this is crazy, I think. I think it looks really cool. Ah, yes. You're going to need to elaborate on crazy. (laughs) I mean, not crazy, like... Nuts, but I was like, this is stupid. No, no. Um, I think it is my way to get you to go out to Vegas, probably. Okay. Yes. Yeah, I mean, apparently I have to go to Frisco and Hollywood and Japan, Singapore, wherever else. So <laughs> yeah, why not? All right. I like it. As somebody who's new to HHN and you as someone who hasn't experienced it, I don't think like it's fully landed for us as like how cool this can be. I think it's something that we kind of get to see more. They really didn't give us much info. No, I'm kind of um, wondering if it'll be like a house, like an HHN house that's there permanently that they keep. 110,000 square feet is a pretty good chunk of real estate. So my guess is I'm thinking like something like mini HHN, but it, it's so I've seen. Again, just like negative people. Oh, this is going to ruin HHN because now it's year round and it's not going to make the event in Orlando as special. First of all, first of all, the event in Orlando takes place in a large theme park. There's ancillary pieces to it. There's atmospheric pieces that can't be recreated. It's going to be its own thing. Second of all, they are absolutely not going to neglect the Orlando HHN, which is their cash cow for this experience. Are they going to put a ton of time and effort into this? Yes. Are they going to make the Orlando product suffer for it? No way. Wouldn't make any sense. Right. And I also think that this is going to be a good kind of like a gateway experience. Vegas, obviously a massive tourist destination. Get people to see what HHN is. Personally, 
I think that this might be geared towards sending some people out to the West Coast where HHN is not viewed nearly as highly as in Orlando. The HHN event at Universal is largely seen as inferior to Not Not Scary Farm, which is what Not Scary Farm becomes for Halloween season. And so this is kind of like, to me, it seems like an attempt to draw some crowds in that direction. And also you'll get you'll get people to Orlando for sure. But and, and of course, you know, it can be a testing ground for do we do this in other places? But I think this is another really good idea. Yeah. No, I think it'd be cool to have even like their specialty food and drinks um, that they mentioned too. It just seems like a, a great experience, something definitely different for that area. I wonder if they'll go IP heavy too with the stuff they own. Like not so much with, you know, like negotiating with Netflix or whoever they've worked with in the past, but like using their own, their own movies as a way to, you know, build up more and more interest in the studio stuff as well. Yeah, it just seems cool. I'm excited to see what they actually do with it. Hopefully soon, right? There's no timeline. No timeline. Could be tomorrow. It won't be. Or it could be 10 years from now. It'll probably be before then. So we got a timeline between tomorrow and 10 years. That's all we got. (laughs) in some time in the future i mean it's universal if they're talking about it there's like a 50 50 shot it's built yeah right. <laughs> that's true <laughs> even like the park in frisco might be done yeah <laughs> like hey we're opening this park <laughs> no but in all seriousness uh, no no opening date announced for these two things yet but it'll be here before you know it all right our next item on the list is super nintendo land opening up in hollywood have you seen it yeah it looks great. I hate all that Nintendo stuff. <laughs> not anymore. Oh, really? Nope, not anymore. So it, I'm so ready to go. I know you've seen videos of, of it in Japan before, and you were always kind of lukewarm I really on it. haven't. I haven't right? really looked at it all that much. No, like I don't. So I only saw this and really got interested in it because it popped up on Twitter for the technical rehearsals from some of the people who I follow. And that's what got me to look, you know, just kind of scrolling, looking on clicking on pictures but yeah like i don't like nintendo stuff i mean i played the mario games growing up i obviously like mario kart and stuff like that but i wasn't like a huge nintendo guy um like i i I mean i was i was a playstation person like i played you know mostly like sports video games little call of duty stuff like that not really any of like the nintendo based stuff so just kind of like yeah but now having seen it i'm gonna make an effort to play the games and I'm 100% going to go when this opens yes. up. Like this, this has me incredibly excited for Epic Universe. Wow, I love it. And that's part of the reason why I want to talk about it today is like, this is something that's going to influence Epic. Yeah, definitely. It's crazy to see what they did to over in Hollywood because it's such a small footprint there. Yeah, Hollywood in general is not a very big park. Yes. So uh, looking at the videos, you're totally immersed in that area. Like you can't see anything else around. That is actually not true at all. Uh, there That's are no, there are nonstop complaints from people about oh the sight lines the sight lines oh really oh I can see the Comcast skyscraper oh I can see the mountains oh no I saw some videos in there oh my like- gosh the whole thing is this like when it comes to all of this it's very difficult for a theme park to truly create lands where you can't see anything else but you know what the cool thing is. You can take that and you can spin it to a glass half full situation where it's a quirky take on that experience. So like for me, one of the big ones, and I always think about this. When you're walking through the Jurassic Park gates at Islands of Adventure, you can see Hogwarts. Yeah. (laughs) If you want to be a purist and, and stomp your feet and kick and scream, that's fine. I mean, have fun being miserable, but 
you can also look and you can say like, oh, like that's that's pretty funny. Like I, I, I like Harry Potter. I like Jurassic Park. I get to see both. Or like, wow, like look at these two amazing theme park creations that are, you know, from basically different generations of theme park and look at how like they're blending together. So yeah, like people are just complaining about the sight lines, but I don't know. It just seems like they're just reaching for a reason to be annoyed with the land because it right. looks amazing. Yeah, I do love whenever they make something look animated in real life. Love oh, no, you you mentioned that in a recent episode. Well, guess what? This land's yeah, real. Yeah, literally that. <laughs> um, it just looks like there are so many like moving parts all around too. I was watching one um, video where there were AR viewers to see. And like when you look through them, you can see like characters kind of yes. in real time, like with the other people around. I thought that would be really cool. They have the power up bands. I think they're like 40 bucks or so that allow you to do like more of the games and stuff like that. So there's an element of interactivity. You don't have to do it, but there's like something extra. So there's an upcharge. And that's something we've talked about is that like Universal doesn't have enough upcharge stuff here in Orlando. So hopefully this gets them kind of like thinking. Not that like I want to get nickeled and dimed. Like I don't need the lightning lane experience. But like how we've talked about the fact that like there's nothing at Universal besides like Express and specialty character dining experiences like Grinch and HHN and stuff like that and the VIP right. tour. They do Outside have the that, wands. Like, there's nothing. They have the wands, the interactive ones. Yeah, there's the wands. That's true. Yeah. So this could be this could be interesting. The Mario Kart ride. Looks really cool. Oh, it looks like that's exactly how you blend, not sc- necessarily screen technology, but that's how you, you blend technology with a classic dark ride. Yeah, that looks like a lot of fun. I do love that they made the... um. The glasses look like the little Mario hat. I think yeah, that's, that's really that's funny. a good touch. And then um, they are going to have a Donkey Kong expansion. That's that's coming. That's really cool. Um, I think I saw that from Alicia Stella. I think that's official though. I think like that's known. That's already an existing attraction. I'm pretty sure in Japan or is on the way. You know what? Don't quote me on that. But I know it's coming. And even going into like Bowser's Castle and all of that, it looks really cool yeah because that is the only attraction or i should say it's the only ride in the land right now but more is coming you know universal is they start small and then roll out their expansion so yeah it it looks cool even the food looks looks awesome yeah i do love that it's a toadstool cafe i love toad so i I really appreciate that he's featured i know you do you love toad i think he's so cute i'm i'm (laughs) all in on this and I think as we get closer to Epic, that's probably I'm, I'm I think I'm gonna just keep jumping on the hype train as we go along. You know what yes, I mean? Let's it's, go. Yeah. All right. So already now I'm excited for two of the lands. One, two and a half. The okay. Wizarding World thing is interesting. Right. There's uh I was seeing something again from Alicia Stella, how it looks like what they're building is the Paris ministry, but you're going to be the ride is going to take place at the British ministry. So somehow you're going to go from like outside to inside. I don't know. Oh. That's neither here nor there. Why don't we wait until that's announced before I just say stuff? So just take <laughs> that with a grain of salt. But it looks kind of interesting. Anyway, now we get on to a very important piece of news that will dwarf all three of our previous news items. And that is the reopening of Cafe La Bamba to the general <laughs> public at Universal Studios Orlando. <laughs> Universal <laughs> Studios Florida. Sorry. Out of nowhere. I love their chaos. Yeah. It makes me so happy. <laughs> they just reopen stuff. Uh, yeah. Out of the blue. This is how they did Green Inks and Ham too, right? They're just like, yeah, it's you know open. That, you know that thing that was closed for a long time? 
They do tater tots now. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. Remember that place that was only for the VIP experience? Just kidding. You can go there again. No. So like one of the reasons we went on the VIP experience know, was to see inside this restaurant <laughs> six months later. They're like, now nah, you can just come in. Yeah. Um. So I wonder, are they still doing the VIP tour there? I don't know. I assume they probably moved it. Who knows? You know what? I have to do this another is, one yeah, to go to the not, new Yeah, it's not a day for all, all these questions. <laughs> have you seen the menu? Yes. It looks pretty good. Burritos. I know. Lots of burritos. Yeah. Some tacos, but lots of burritos. Lots of burritos. And did you see the last item on the list? Salsa flight. No, I don't know what that oh. is. What's it, what the hell's a salsa flight? It was like three different kinds of salsa that you can get. Like a drink flight, but with salsa. What, like mild, medium, and hot? No, it was like, uh, not going to ask me. No, Porn. did you did you see the last item on the list? I guess not. I thought that was the last item. What's the last one? Spicy margarita. Oh, really? Yeah, spicy mango margarita. Holly's all Ooh, about the spicy margs. I so. do love me a spicy marg. Okay. So that, so I'm excited to see that because although like, can we please bring some food to islands? But it's nice to see something a little different for Universal. I feel like it's kind of the same. It's not not the same old stuff, but like they could definitely use more and more food offerings. Yeah. And as much as I love burgers, I think it's especially good when they have something that's like not so American per se. Yes, because that's a big thing with theme parks and and especially universal i feel like whenever we review stuff we're like oh like this place has a great burger and i usually tend to get the burger right you can't just get a burger every time i mean you can but like come on so this is something a little bit different i'm definitely gonna try it oh yeah we'll have to go we'll go in february yeah true boom all right our fifth and final megan teases a visit to hhn now if you haven't seen the horror movie megan go watch it it's it's a fun movie. Some people are saying insane things like it is the greatest horror movie of the last decade. I don't know if I uh, go that far. No, it's not. But it is a good movie. And Holly and I went to go see it last weekend. We had a lot of fun with it. It's definitely, I think, I think the rated R cut, which definitely exists. You can see where the edits were made. I think that the rated R cut will be better. I think it might even be worth like purchasing when it comes available. But... It is, was really fun. What? Is that rumored to be happening? No, you can just see all. I mean, like, that. I guess spoiler alert if you haven't seen Megan, but like, if you've seen the previews, you know that Megan, like, chops people up. It's not nice. All of the moments when people do get killed, you don't see anything. Mm. So that's, you can tell that those are all cuts and edits that were made. Like, those things were filmed and then just edited in a way so that. They were able to get the PG-13 rating, Mm -hmm. which makes sense because this appeal, you want it to appeal to a wider audience, which it has. It's done really well. Um, It finished only behind Avatar its first weekend. And I mean, it's, it's still going strong now. So anyway, we are not a movie review podcast, but we do know that Chucky's coming to HHN because they inexplicably revealed that Chucky was getting his own house like two days before HHN ended. Right. Nearly was, a year ahead of time. When they're, <laughs> right. When they wait on everything else, they're like, hey, this is happening. <laughs> so I predicted that we'd be getting a Megan house. And some people agreed. Some people did not. Most people were indifferent. We have like 80 followers. But Megan did an, uh, what's it called? An AMA on Reddit. And one of the questions she was asked was, 
about Marty Scorsese and his disdain for the Marvel movies, and this was her response. Marty is a human, so he is susceptible to making overly passionate statements. However, research shows that Marvel movies are on a consistent decline in quality. But, speaking of theme parks, I can't wait to go to HHN this year. That's pretty straightforward. Well, the Megans did take over City Walk at Universal Hollywood about a week before the filming. You know how, like, uh, you know the, the horror movie Smile that came out right around, like, the World Series? Yeah. And during the World Series, there were people, like, doing weird, <laughs> creepy smile faces right. in the crowd during the game? Yeah. So it's kind of a similar deal, bringing the marketing out into the real world. So they had the Megans out there. So I think that this pretty much confirmed the last time that we had somebody tease something like this, it was the weekend and look at what we got for a house. So I think that it's a done deal that there is something Megan coming. It could be a scare zone. I feel like that'd be weird because it's centered around just one character. It's probably more likely to be a house. Could be a zone, but I, I I'm thinking... I'm thinking house, but what we don't know is, is it HHN Hollywood or HHN Orlando? I really hope it's Orlando. I know. Now, as someone who hasn't done HHN, would this get you excited to go? Yeah. Yeah. If you can give me Chucky the TV show and Megan for IPs, I mean, even if everything else is garbage, which it won't be, it'd still be worth it for me. That'd be really cool. I know some people are like, oh, there's no way they do like two doll houses. I, like, like why not like not not only that but like just the the way like the way people brought that energy like oh they're not gonna do two dollhouse like, they, they themed it to the 80s two years in a row what do you mean they did the walking dead like five years in a row that that's what they at hhn they find something that works and they stick with it i mean they ran what the same stage show for like <laughs> decades like, yeah, i guess that's true you know what i mean if it works they stick with it so I, I I think that there's a good chance that we get a Megan house, and I hope we do. Yeah, it was a great movie. Oh, now now it's great. What is it great or good? Great, I did great. I liked it. Me too. Well, yeah, you said it was great. <laughs> All right, so that is pretty much it for big news. I did hear that the cookies and cream crepe is gone from yeah Central sorry. Park crepes. That is unfortunate. If you're me, if you're Holly, it is not. I don't really think there's anything else big. You know, be on the lookout for whatever's going on with the tribute store. If it changes locations, where oh, it's yeah. going to go. The annual the <laughs> pass holders lounge has shifted over to Toon Lagoon or will be able to be going to Betty Boop. But I think that that's pretty much it as far as big things are concerned. So Holly, do you have anything else to add? No, I'll do it. All right. As we said, reach out to us on social media. Give us a five-star review. If you want to give us anything less than a five-star, maybe just don't hit submit on that review. Thank you all for listening. And as always, safe travels, explorers. Bye.